Hello and welcome to a fresh new episode of the First and Last Podcast. I'm Joe and with me today is Jimmy. What's up? And no Josh because he's canceled. (laughs) Oh god. We'll find out about it later. Oof. (laughs) Um, Yeah. yeah. Start taking bets on why you think Josh is canceled. There's a no whales. (laughs) Yeah, um, fifty-one odds on whales, but uh, two-to-one odds on just like uh, general assholery. Oh man, (laughs) straight to the throat. Yeah, Uh, three-to-one odds on uh, he actually is not vaccinated. (laughs) Ooh. Um, yeah, we have a strict COVID protocol here, yeah. first and last, and he—it's for the protection of our listeners. We just want to make sure that, uh, um, you know, we don't know enough about this virus. We don't want to expose anybody to any, you know, unnecessary risk. So we're doing it for you. Yeah, you know, he's got a test negative for several days, and <laughs> you know, hopefully, uh, his job is now mandated <laughs> to be vaccinated. Yeah, big news today in the world of um uh, granted this show will come out uh you know okay. next Wednesday, but we'll have already had be of already, several insurgencies. Already since. old news, but uh that Matrix trailer that came out today is pretty, <laughs> <laughs> pretty mind-blowing. They're about to storm the capitals over that <laughs> Matrix trailer. <laughs> Neo is back, baby. Um Is it Keanu? Yeah. No way. Yeah, Keanu and um Carrie Ann Moss are back. Oh oh man. Uh um, could have just said Carrie Ann Moss. He had me there. So is he basically <laughs> Lawrence F- Fishburne? <laughs> he's back but playing Lawrence. He's pla- back but playing it, well, Morpheus. Not not no, not okay. I would accept that as well. But um I'd watch that. But no, like is he basically is him gonna be like to some kid like Oh yeah. Hey, here's the kind take, of like here's the pills, here's what's up. Yeah, kind of like a would that be a reboot or a remake or something if they just do the same story re- but it's someone else now? A reimagining. A reimagining. Um probably just a sequel, right? No, it seems <laughs> which like to uh you know, the director's benefit, uh it seems like not that at all. <laughs> like it's not, huh. it's just a continuation of the story. Uh, okay. Which opens That's the door. Benefit, huh? <laughs> yeah. opens the door of just like, Oh, I have no idea what's happening. I've seen the trailer many times now and I uh, still don't quite understand what happened. And I also feel like I don't mm. remember what happened at the end of the, uh, the matrix movies. Cause I have yeah. not returned to matrix revolutions. No, I think I saw that in theaters and never again. Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> cool i think i got it or at least what i'm gonna get from it so thank you yeah <laughs> yeah because wasn't that one they're like actually in like zion or mm-hmm, whatever mm-hmm. they're in the like city and there's all kinds of people in there yeah reloaded is the one with like the highway chase and all that oh, stuff yeah that's great all that cool with stuff the twins neo's like flying and then i think <laughs> revolutions is the one where there's a lot of like zion stuff and then there's like doesn't he fight like a giant smith or something in the rain? A giant smith? Maybe that was in the video game or something. <laughs> like, does, he, does he fight like a million smiths remember. in the rain or something? Yeah, maybe. Hmm. You'd think basically after the first one when he can just bend everything like at his will that that's just, you're just done. 
Like he, yeah. you can't really be stopped. Well, that was so. What was so great about the first Matrix is like, you get to see like, oh, he can stop bullets, and yeah. then like see the transformation at the, at the very end. He like, he's like on the phone in a phone booth, and then he like flies away, and we're just like, oh my god, yeah. the possibilities of being the one. Yeah. And then you see the second movie, and it's like. Well, it's still cool because he's like he's <laughs> flying yeah. around doing a bunch of stuff. The effects are great. And then by the third movie, you're just like, oh boy. Like, mm. <laughs> he's still the one, uh, but it's getting sweaty now. Yeah. A lot of Smiths. Doesn't he, doesn't he die? Doesn't he die to save? Doesn't he? It's just straight up like Narnia. He, yeah, he's he just dies. Aslan. And then there's like a. Like a big like cross lights up. It's very non subtle oh. with its metaphors. Wow. I think. <laughs> okay. I, I gotta watch that movie again. I I, I don't remember. I remember it. thinking that <laughs> at the time. I don't remember the <laughs> giant cross, but uh, tracks. Yeah. And hmm. uh, <laughs> it's like the end of um, Sons yeah. of Anarchy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He flies off into the sunset. He spreads his arms, and Trinity yells, "Jesus!" <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right so, we'll see you guys next week <laughs> so Good this pod. is not your your uh, whatever matrix podcast whatever it's a, josh yeah, says it's a tv pod but let's let's switch up the roles josh is out so i did the Ooh. intro let's ask jimmy jimmy what is this podcast um about? i don't know <laughs> i usually check out when you say <laughs> when you say the spiel <laughs> uh yeah it's a tv pod where we watch a completed series of tv so we watch the pilot and then we watch the series finale and nothing in between and we speculate and make asses of ourselves and if you've seen the show and you're clicking and that's why you're clicking on this and you haven't heard the, what this is <laughs> you are about to be so pissed <laughs> so mad that we're just trashing uh, we it. are going to destroy your favorite shows here at first and last and we like a lot of these shows though yeah, we do, but like like so much of how we get there, I feel like so many of the details are like mm. That's true. It does um when we talk to people about um the shows we've done, a lot of the like grimacing comes from like, "Oh man, like I love that show and you already seen the ending without seeing the whole show." <laughs> like you just yeah. like, ruin it for yourself. Yeah, it's a terrible thing that we do. It is. Um Unless the show is bad, and then we save ourselves a lot of time. <laughs> um, so we mentioned last week that this is actually our 200th TV show that we're doing. Oh, my God. Yeah. I forgot about that already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Ooh, this better be a good one, Joe. It's not our 200th, uh, 200th episode because we've done a lot of other things. Like we, we do an award show. I think we've yeah. done some just like random star wars pods just because <laughs> we did the the best of the decade best of the decade yeah which and that was a two-parter so that's you know we should whammy. do a like a best of the 2020s this year yeah thus far thus far <laughs> <laughs> two years yeah um okay because <laughs> what did we do we did the we did the 2010s didn't we the 10 through 20 yeah that makes sense because it, it was 2020 yeah uh-huh okay it's, I guess it's either that or go start going back in time. I guess we could. Yeah. Could be into that too. The 2000s. Oh, there's a lot of great ones. Yeah. Anyways. What are we doing? Uh, yeah. <laughs> today's show, because we wanted to pick a special one for 200, is one that um, it's a big one. 
and I think we mm. mostly have not done it based on um, streaming availability, mm. but um, the hmm. the TV gods have smiled upon us and provided us with HBO, <laughs> uh, which means that this week we're doing... Oh, man. <laughs> Wait, we haven't done Friends yet? We've never done Friends. That's insane to me. Yeah. Huh. Okay. I mean, now you're making me second guess. Like, have we no, done Friends? No, I'm pretty I'm sure we haven't. That? Now that you say that, but like, it's yeah. crazy. This many episodes we haven't done Friends, but well, arguably, hmm. like maybe the biggest show of all time. Yeah. In terms of just like ratings. Well, yeah. Making yeah. money. <laughs> yeah, making money, and also just like cultural relevance, just like like good or bad yeah. everybody who lived through the 90s has seen friends yeah i have a friend who friend <laughs> <laughs> yeah you couldn't <laughs> escape it oh man i have a friend who um grew up in the philippines and moved to the united states when she was about i think like you know preteen maybe 10 or 12 um and she said that she like learned english through watching oh, friends wow like obviously like you know she had learned enough english to like get through school and stuff but like learning like pop culture and how to make jokes and like hmm. how to talk and be social like she learned by just like learning the jokes that they made through friends oh man it would have been amazing like talking to her as like <laughs> like just like the sassiest she remind me of someone <laughs> she just has the personality of chandler as a 12 year old (laughs) i was thinking one of the female characters but i guess that's yeah that's on me that's sexist (laughs) yeah Uh, Yeah, just straight up making joey like dumb references she's like this is how americans like to talk it's just joey tribbiani oh yeah what if she picked joey or phoebe like man that would have been a bummer (laughs) base your personality on Um, one of the clearly like just butts of every joke hmm uh, yeah that's so, amazing huge huge show never done it because it's i mean i think it's been on like netflix here and there oh yeah for at some point it came off of streaming services like in preparation of like being available on hbo and hbo recently did a reunion show that's right have you seen it i did not watch that my wife did and she watched it without me because i was not that interested or okay. around i don't remember for some reason i thought that you were a big friend's head and have like seen all of it no so okay so i have seen all of it but mm-hmm. i've seen all of it because um a my wife and like her whole family quotes it for mm-hmm. one thing because that's what they do with like several <laughs> of there, there's like a handful of shows that that like especially her brother and dad just speak in okay. lines of these shows. Yeah, yeah. And then we have another um, fr- uh, couple um, who are really close friends. Who the th- them and my wife when we're together just speak in friends <laughs> jokes yeah. and then like berate me for not having seen it until I like sat down and watched it all. Yeah, but it, there's so much of it. Uh-huh. I still don't get their jokes because I just watched hundreds of episodes of tv and you couldn't possibly remember all of that so it's like do i have to go through and watch all this again so i understand 10 seasons 236 episodes dang yeah 
It's a yeah, it's a job. Mm-hmm. It's a job. So you have seen all of it. Yeah. Um, I've seen, um, you know, like your average American, I've seen a good amount of it, but there also is like a random set of seasons somewhere in the middle where just like my sister had the DVDs and I think we were just like in the same household for a summer and we just watched friends DVDs. Nice. So there's some like seasons like six through seven or something that I've just seen all of it for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) That's Um, awesome. But otherwise like I've seen enough of it to be familiar with the characters, but I've never, I've never seen the end. I think I've actually seen the pilot, which I don't think really gives much away, but right. Um, um, hmm, yeah. I'm trying to remember what the pilot is. I think it's just people, them moving into what will be the sets of the entire show, basically, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is, you know, classic sitcom. Yeah. It'll setup. be interesting to go back now and see, like, I'm sure these characters were super different in the first episode to even like the end of the first season. Yeah, maybe. Because, like, these characters are so defined within, you know, once they get in the swing of things. I wonder if, like, if at the beginning they thought, like, Chandler was going to be, like, the hot one or something. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm, yeah. Interesting. I don't know. I feel like, well, okay. I feel like their personalities, just thinking about it, I feel like the personalities are fairly set. From the beginning? From the beginning. Mm-hmm. But there's got to be a little bit of growth over 10 years. There's got to be a, hope. at least a little bit of like, oh, this character or these types of jokes are hitting. So we're going to really lean on that. Yeah, for like sure. Minimize some of the other parts of the character. Yeah. Like um, Ross had like a monkey in the beginning, didn't he? Um, I, I He might... I think the monkey enters in at some point. I don't think like I I, I don't think from the pilot we're gonna get a monkey. Okay, okay. Well, that'd be Something amazing though. In. I think that comes later, and is around for a while. It seems like a like horrible like production decision. That's just yeah. like let's just introduce like <laughs> an animal. But what if Ross had a monkey? I mean, I feel like every sitcom that runs ten seasons has some sort of monkey. You know, they all have their monkey. Like, what if we just did this horrible idea for a while and see if it plays. Yeah, we'll see if it plays. Let's see if it just like makes the cast crazy. Hmm. The only thing so wait, so how much of this have you seen? Um for sure a couple middle for seasons. Sure, for sure not the end, but like okay. you know, tons of it. Okay. So what I remember hearing from I remember hearing that the like um reunion was pretty sad. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to talk about that later. Just kind of a oh, sad boy. to watch. Um, yeah, we'll we'll wait. I just wanted to. Oh yeah, I guess. Whew. I mean, because what are those? It's basically Jennifer Aniston, and then like, I mean, Courtney Cox yeah, Courtney had a Cox. decent mm-hmm. career after that. But like, what's she doing now? You know, probably been a while. I don't know. Even if you were like, what's like the bottom tier of like Friends actors now? Like mm. maybe Matthew Matthew Perry Matthew Perry, and that's what I was gonna say. Is I heard that he's he was pretty off the wall in mm. that that like maybe he because I think he he's been in and out of rehab and stuff. Uh, yeah, that's true. 
what I was going to say is like, even if you're like, you know, bottom tier friends character, you still made like billions of dollars off of friends. So whatever. But like, yeah, but Hopefully. yeah, like other life things happen and like, it's not all about money. So yeah, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> Fame will get you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hey man, I'll be there for you. Hey, thanks. <laughs> Appreciate it. Especially when I start doing that blue meth. <laughs> <laughs> that sky blue meth. Or whatever it is. All right. So uh, I guess we'll, you know, pop in our VHS of friends and uh, <laughs> see who's there for who. See if we can uh, get the tracking. On the very first episode entitled. Um, it's got to be Pilot. It's got to be. But let me click on the Wikipedia. Legacy episodes pilot or um, there's a secondary title, which I assume like this is the title that shows up on like the DVD. It says mm. the one where Monica gets a roommate. Oh, right. That whole thing. Yeah. Because they're all titled the one where, mm-hmm. which is a trope in ever since. <laughs> right on. Okay. So, yeah. Monica gets a roommate. We'll see y'all in uh in a few. And like 30 seconds of dropped music. <laughs> Sweet. And we're back from the pilot episode of Friends. I forget what it was called. Something about Rachel getting a roommate. Monica gets a roommate. Monica gets a roommate. Um, Yeah, the wiki says lots, calls it lots of stuff. The pilot, also known as the one where Monica gets a roommate, also known as the first one, also known as the one where it all began. <laughs> where did these all come from? Yeah, According I, to whom? Those must be on like different DVD releases or something. Yeah. Check the references. Those are all true, though. It did all begin here. Yeah. Okay. Here's the synopsis, mm-hmm. if you'd like. Otherwise, just skip forward like 30 seconds on Spotify. Or you have the first episode memorized. <laughs> At the Central Perk coffee shop, Monica is teased by her friends Phoebe, Chandler, and Joey about going out with someone and claiming it is not a date. Ross, Monica's older brother, arrives at the coffee shop upset that his lesbian ex-wife has moved out of their apartment to begin a new relationship with her partner. A young woman suddenly arrives wearing a wet wedding dress whom Monica recognizes as her high school best friend, Rachel. Monica uh, introduces her to the others as Rachel reveals she left her fiancé at the altar, realizing that she does not love him. After Rachel's father cuts her off financially over the phone, Monica reluctantly takes Rachel in as a new roommate. Meanwhile, Chanley... Chanley. Chanley. (laughs) Joey and Chandler... (laughs) Chanley. Chanley, also known as... Man, that is a missed joke opportunity if <laughs> yeah. they didn't use Chanley because they're roommates. Okay. It's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> they console Ross while helping him assemble new furniture. Uh, Ross begins to wonder if any woman would be the right one for him. Monica goes on her first date with Paul, the wine guy, who confides in her that he has not been able to perform sexually since his wife left him. Monica is touched by his admission and they sleep together. The next day, however, she learns from a coworker that Paul's story about his ex-wife is just a ruse to pick up women. 
After her attempts to get a job are unsuccessful, Rachel ends up buying a new pair of boots with one of her credit cards, which she admits her father pays for. Egged on by the group, Rachel reluctantly cuts up her credit cards to announce her independence. That night, Rachel and Ross talk, and he confesses that he once had a crush on her during high school. She admits that she knew. He asks if he can ask her out sometime, and she says yes. Ross leaves the apartment, feeling some newfound hope. In the final scene, the entire group are in Central Park, having coffee with Rachel, who begins a new career as a coffee shop waitress. Cool. Uh, so yeah, a lot happened in this episode. Yeah. Um, pretty action-packed, like 22 minutes or wh- whatever it was. Man, yeah. Um, like not just like there was stuff that. Um, I, I guess I was surprised about how much plot building there was of just like setting up Ross and Rachel. Oh man. For just like a comedy show, there's just like a lot of plot building blocks there. But they also just like had a lot of time for like the side plot with like Monica and her date and also just like jokes about Chandler Chandley. <laughs> right. <laughs> and Ross and his whole like dramatic situation. Yeah. Um very, you know, deep uh backstories or I guess deeper than I would have thought for just coming into the pilot a lot of times you're just you especially with six characters like this you just sort of drop them in and we'll figure out their backstories later but like you already know kind of a lot of at least like the romantic past of ross and rachel which is really what they're kind of setting up here i didn't expect it to be so ross and rachel focused for the first episode yeah i did not realize that Mm -hmm. that's uh they really give give a lot of that away in the first episode Mm -hmm. that there's gonna this is gonna be a thing yeah, so Ross, again, being a recent divorcee mm-hmm. um, from his wife who uh, he had found out, or it seems like they had both found out that she's actually a lesbian. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, so that was the end of their relationship. And Rachel, about to get married and runs away from, she's a runaway bride, literally in like her wedding dress. Yep, at <laughs> the coffee shop. Up. Yeah. How does she know they were going to be there? She said something about like she was trying to find Rachel and then the guy at Rachel's or she was trying to find Monica and the guy at Monica's oh, apartment right. said that she works here. So not or she, she would, works, she, she would be there. Would be there. Frequents there or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. Which is still kind of a, I guess she had said something about like that her wedding was in the city and Monica was the only person that she knew that was in the city. Right. I guess if this was 2021, like she could probably text Monica and be like, yo, <laughs> what you up to? Where are you at dog? <laughs> yeah. And then Monica would be like, Hey, haven't heard from you in 10 years. Aren't you getting married today? Cause I yeah. saw it on Instagram that <laughs> yeah. you totally were. Wasn't invited. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's a weird a lot going on. Nineties connection thing. Um, right but yeah that's an interesting setup of um these two people obviously coming out of like intense relationships now potentially starting up something new it seems kind of early for both of them right (laughs) i mean granted they're not like they're not dating yet they're he hasn't even actually asked her out yet he just asked like 
would it be cool if I did ask you out? Yeah. Um, but it still seems, I don't know. It's Even just like still. Yeah. Yeah. Cause of what it's been maybe a week over this episode. Yeah. Maybe. I guess that's hard to tell, but Monica or yeah. So Rachel has moved in with Ronica at this point mm-hmm. who lives by the way, who has a second bedroom just open for Rachel to move into. Yeah. And her in giant York, apartment in New York city as a chef must be some restaurant that she owns this has this massive apartment well even if she does like she's still like has no like fiscal responsibility if she just lives here by herself and has an open bedroom (laughs) man yeah Hmm. um maybe they ever comment on that maybe her previous roommate had just moved out or something and she needed a new roommate could be and then they they do say that because the the four like sets that I can think of are obviously the apartments, the big one central perk is mm-hmm. the kind of number, the one, the one B mm-hmm. and then you have Joey and Chandler's sorry. Chandley. Chandley. <laughs> Chandley's place across the hall. <laughs> they already mentioned they live across the hall, uh-huh. but we never saw it. We yeah. never went there yet. And then we spent time in Joey's new apartment where they're setting up Ross's. Sorry, Ross's new. I don't even know who anyone is mm-hmm. anymore. Which I feel like. I mean, do we see more of Ross's apartment? I feel like I don't really remember seeing his apartment. It becomes more of a thing okay. in some seasons, for sure. Okay. But yeah, mostly Central Perk, Chanley's place, Monica's place. Um, those are kind of the key spots that you see in the show. Yep. I think, I think other than that, so we talked about like, do they, how well do they set up the characters? Like, like how fleshed out are Mm -hmm, they? mm -hmm. And I I felt like for the most part, we got a lot of their personalities already. Like Chandler's just kind of a dick. Yeah. Um, He's the snarkiest one. He's snarky. Mm -hmm. And that's, and we assume that he's, that's carries forward. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, we know that it does. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We don't know what he does. No. They spent time on some of the people's like professions, but not yeah. his, not Phoebe's. Um, obviously Rachel didn't have a job. Now she mm-hmm. works at the coffee shop. And not Ross's. Yeah, we don't know. We know that he's nerdy, so we figured something <laughs> yeah. nerdy. Right. Um, they briefly mentioned that Joey's an actor, like a regional actor, meaning mm-hmm. like maybe he's not a very successful actor. Yeah. And Joey is kind of a, uh, like kind of a slut. Yeah. Um, or at least he's a bachelor bro. Yeah. He's a little, he's a little chauvinist with the way that he, uh, um, speaks about women in this, like, he literally compares them to ice cream flavors. It's just like, yeah, you got some right. with Jimmy's, you got some without, right. you got some with nuts. <laughs> Which in the nineties, to be fair, probably wasn't um considered chauvinist yeah <laughs> yeah it was normal <laughs> normal bro behavior i i yeah i'm uh i for sure made untoward uh metaphors about women ice cream metaphors <laughs> just in general about yeah. other things um, yeah 
if I ever run for office, it's uh, it's all over. It's all over. <laughs> they refine my podcast, Zanga even. page. <laughs> yeah, if they refine my Zanga, it's over. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good times. Um, yeah, let's see. Um, yeah, yeah. I maybe we should touch on the characters. So, mm-hmm. um, so Chandler, snarky guy, Joey, um, you know, kind of a broy. I mean, broy isn't really a word we had in the '90s, but like, right now you would kind of describe him as broy. Mm-hmm. Um, Ross is a is a big nerd, but real nice guy. Like, he's not really sure how to get out there and date. Yep, he's kind of he's got a, but he has this like deep like drama side with all the stuff that's going on. Mm-hmm. Rachel is also they do show her as like nice. We're supposed to like her, but she is a little bit like a like material girl of like yeah she likes to shop she doesn't really know what it's like to like have a job mm-hmm. um right. she was you know living off of her parents and was banking on this marriage to be able to live off her husband mm. classic um but she's nice and she's pretty so we like we right. like her <laughs> and she's also i mean we also get like a she's got like a hysterical kind of drama mm-hmm. vibe too yeah, she's Kinda very crazy. Amped up. Mm-hmm. Which, which you can like take a step back and see. Okay, they're setting up like Ross and Rachel kind of have. They're a little bit opposites. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but also both kind of crazy. Yeah, kinda... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, different kinds of crazy. Um, and then Phoebe is just weird. Mm-hmm. She's got her like. She's a little bit of um like kind of new age. Yeah. Hippie. Yeah. Like I don't know what the '90s word for that is. Maybe it's maybe it's just new age. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Granola. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, what did they say in the '90s? Uh, Yogi, probably back Yogi. then. It was just <laughs> that was. Uh... She's quirky. She's adorable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then there's Monica, who seems like the most normal character. Actually, yeah. it seems like she's just like. She's the straight man. Yeah, she's the straight man to all of this. She's like she's out there dating. Um and yeah, she, it all I mean, for a show that's so very ensemble based, it almost seems like she's like the person who is the most she's got the most like main character vibe of just like mm-hmm. man, dating in the 90s, am I right? Right. Like like if someone's <laughs> going to start like um like an inner monologue, it's going to be her we're uh-huh. gonna hear the like uh doogie hauser voice it's gonna be monica mm-hmm, mm-hmm. typing on her laptop yeah because everything's connected through her I, it's i mean you know she's doing this yeah. she's got the, her own dating subplot but also rachel who's new to the scene is her high school best friend ross is her brother and then chandley are her neighbors <laughs> right um hmm. so it's all connected through her she's kind of like the hub if not the main character yeah definitely like just watching this show and like passing throughout the decades i never had that thought cross my mind that yeah that monica might that be monica's the kind of a central this the central character mm-hmm. yeah huh or the straight man or you know anything i mean like the weird the 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 boyfriend thing or not the the weird date you know thing happens kind of to her but it's not like a weird crazy off the wall thing she's like yeah all this and like rachel's mess it's all happening kind of to her (laughs) 
yeah she's kind of the, the you know kind of the entryway for the audience just like what if you know some guy had said this to you on a date or like what if your high yeah. school like best friend just came back <laughs> how would you react to that how many dudes you think saw this pilot and totally like, that's a good line. absolutely <laughs> use that or even today are scrolling through hbo max some gen xers are like ah people haven't seen this old show what is this dinosaur show now they're like oh, i'm using that i don't know rat party i kind of thought about it and it was just like granted i haven't dated in a long time and when i was dating i was not good at it <laughs> right i'm right. not the person to take dating advice from but that seems like the opposite of like tact that i would take in dating mm. of just like Oh yeah, I can't perform when having sex. My stuff doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, my stuff doesn't just work. My good. junk, just like just so you know, <laughs> not really working. That seems like the opposite I'm of something a mess that I would down say. There. It's just a <laughs> just a whole lot of trauma. Just not over my ex yet. <laughs> like what? That doesn't seem like it would work. Yeah, but maybe that's why I, uh, you know, <laughs> maybe that's why my like dating wasn't as uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Just not as successful as I like. <laughs> wanted it to be at that time hmm. it all worked out in the end weird <laughs> sympathy i came into dates like yo i'm super good at sex <laughs> everything down there totally works totally works does exactly what you want it to do <laughs> here look <laughs> oh man okay what else what else um i think that's it i was i was impressed yeah. by um it all kind of tied together at the end there were a lot of callbacks um, when the show started, yeah. it kind of starts off with just three montages of yeah, just like just vignettes. scenes, little vignettes. That's a good word to say it. Of just like, um, just the friends at Central Perk talking about a '90s, maybe not even a '90s thing, but just talking about a thing that friends talk about. They're talking about Chandler's dream, where he he like was naked at school, but his his ding dong was a phone, like. <laughs> Um, and then they're talking about Monica and dating. It's just, and then they like cut to the next scene and it's just like them hanging out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like but then by the end it all later. kind of ties together, which is interesting. Yep. That was cool. Yeah. There was no like cold open. There was almost like a cold ending credit scene. Mm-hmm. And so maybe that's the way they do it. I feel like, I feel like there's cold opens though later. Yeah. Yeah. There's gotta there's, be one later. There has to be right. I think for like the pilot, it's like you start out with the, the credits because mm. you know you're introducing the show yep the iconic the theme probably should mention that yeah the theme song from right right in the beginning yeah what a what like what a home run hit of that like i can't even imagine just like the picking that theme song it's so good and like so like catchy Yep, right off the bat you you won you did it. It could have been a terrible show, and if, as long as it had, <laughs> I'll be there for you. By, is it the Rembrandts? The Rembrandts. Yep. I was trying to, wasn't wasn't coming to me. Like that show. Like you can get me to watch like Big Bang Theory with that theme song. <laughs> <laughs> I have predictions. <laughs> uh, related to Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Oh, okay. We'll get there. Um, I'm trying to think if there's just anything else. There was a character, Franny. That's monica's co-worker who who lets her in on paul the wine guy's shenanigans mm-hmm, kind of mm-hmm. unbeknownst to franny but i don't think she's a thing oh uh, yeah I after this episode probably mm-hmm. one thing i thought it was this so they brought up like how 
Ross's ex-wife now is a le- like found out that she's a lesbian and I just remember this a lot of just a lot of jokes in this show not aging well which is you know any 90s sitcom sure yeah a lot of gay jokes a mm-hmm. lot of fat jokes <laughs> um but just oh, like man. watching you're just like just grimacing like no <laughs> no thank you <laughs> was there anything you in particular you grimaced at in this first episode uh no i was waiting yeah i was same i, I was, was <laughs> i was bracing for it but like didn't quite hit uh, yeah which is good there were a couple things of just like the um with ross's wife being gay of they did like they make jokes about it but it's it's pretty light at this point of just yeah. like like maybe like the most questionable one was like when they're at ross's place and he like pulls out a beer and he's mm. like, oh, this is her favorite yep. beer. She would just like drink it straight out of the can. He's like, oh, maybe I should have known. Just yeah. like lesbians drink out like, the can. Yeah. Like, which is, eh, it's, that's a that's a funny joke, I think. Even <laughs> even today. I don't know. Com- compared to, yeah. Compared to where it goes, like that's <laughs> fine. You know? <laughs> it's the Subaru of gay jokes. <laughs> it's just like, okay, it's fine. <laughs> thing. It's got four wheel drive. It'll get us through the winter. <laughs> mm, that's a Midwest joke right there. <laughs> uh, cool. All right. Well, you got predictions? Yes. Um, so, again, I have not seen the finale. Right. Um, or, like, anything near, like, the the last season or so. But I assume, like, they got to put, prediction number one, they got to put Ross and Rachel together at the end. Like they got to mm. end up together. Like uh, there's going to be riots if they don't do it. <laughs> right. So, what are you doing? I'm going to take the easy points there and say Ross and Rachel do end up together. I okay. bet that it's not like, I, I bet they don't end up together until like the last few episodes. I bet it's a still a will they won't they until like the end. Mm. Um, I think the final scene in the show is at central perk. I just think that, and a lot of shows Ooh, would would end okay. at like you know the apartment or the house or whatever, but I think just the coffee shop was so central to this show that the final, very final scene is at Central Perk. Mm. Um, I think that Phoebe sings a song earnestly. Um, I know that she's known okay. to sing in the show, and that she even sang a little bit in this first episode of just like mm-hmm. just seeing things that were happening. Right. trying to get her to stop but like i think she sings like an earnest song and people are like touched by it Ooh, okay yeah um and then my last one is that joey cries like okay maybe hit phoebe's song um but i just think that he's the least likely person to like feel feelings based on this first episode but i think by the yeah. end here they they full-on make him cry i love it <laughs> make joey cry <laughs> hashtag um totally random have you ever seen then um i don't think we've done this because it would be weird to do joey mm. the spinoff i know i've not but it I like, wasn't either. successful right i there's probably one season <laughs> i'd be oh, amazed if there was more okay my number one so i have seen this finale mm-hmm. i i could tell you maybe like generically big points um, so I just went pretty off the walls here. So just number one is um, bringing hot dog back. Somebody eats a hot dog. Cool. Probably Joey. <laughs> I feel like 
a lot of his jokes in this first episode were just around eating full on hot dog or like veggie dog. Um, hmm. You know, veggie gotta dog. be yeah. <laughs> Some veggie dogs have seven grams of protein. It's pretty right. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get your protein, you know. Yeah. yeah. How yeah. Mu- okay? Well, if, if a veggie dog has seven grams, <laughs> yeah. How much does a normal hot dog have? Like maybe six. <laughs> really because yeah, it's, it's just i mean more depending on the packet. type of hot dog you're getting like a lot of hot dogs are just like entrails and like whatever random meats Whoa. you can throw in right that's a good point <laughs> just compressed like intestines of yeah. some animal so it's just like ligaments and fat that's what <sighs> you want that's what you want <laughs> that's what you want you just want it to like feel good and mushy and like yeah yeah and raw so that's why it's surprising that like a veggie dog has like actual protein in it. It's just hmm. like, I thought this was just going to be like filler. Hmm. Yeah. That's like way more of a food. <laughs> yeah. It's almost too much. Okay. Number two, <laughs> uh, I was going to say octopus monster, but this isn't that kind of show. So I just said octopus. Octopus. Maybe Regular they octopus. eat, uh, eat, I know calamari squid, right? Yeah. So not that. But maybe that. Yeah, maybe at, at uh, Monica's restaurant, she cooks up an octopus. Ooh. I love it. Uh, number three. Um, okay, here's my thing callback to Big Bang mm-hmm. is I I want a slow jam of I'll Be There For You. Oh, wow. Right, because there was a slow jam of the, the Big the Bang Bare Naked Ladies yeah. song, mm-hmm. uh, theme song. Man, man, if they pulled that Which off. Which was dope. I remember loving that in Big Bang. So <laughs> if I loved anything a Big Bang, that's what I... Okay. Oh, slow, I'll be there for you. Wow. Um, I wow. want it. <laughs> Let's hear it. And the number four, I think Chandler explains a dream. Okay. Because that's how they... That's my one bookend, because that's how they bookend this episode, as he starts explaining a dream to them again at Central Perk, so... Great. I hope it's just like a really a really jarring dream or something it's like a it's like Everyone's a sex dream murdered. about ross or something ah. <laughs> nice i'll take it i'll take that point <laughs> cool um well that's it so the finale is a um it's not a two-parter but it's a you know double mm. um double length album. double length hour-long episode um I'm pretty sure it's called just the last one, but my like Wikipedia is failing me now. Yeah, according to IMDb, that's what it's called. All right, the last one. Oh four. Uh, yeah, hmm. aired in May six two thousand four. Um, so yeah, I, there's a special here listed. Oh, that must be. Oh, is no. that the recent thing? No, it's not. Um. On Wikipedia, it says specials number two and three, the one with all the other ones. That must be some sort what? of a clip show. Also aired on May 6, 2004. Oh, um, probably like immediately following. I'm sure there was like a three-hour Friends night when this. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be. Um, But yeah, so we're not watching that. Just the uh, the last one, which had... 52.46 million viewers. Damn. That's insane. Yeah. Can you like, Whoa. Based on population numbers now, it's like a sixth of the United States Why population. Why did they even like, end this? Like, can you imagine in 2004, 
even the episodes leading up to it, 22 million people. Mm-hmm. Man, that just, that you're is just l- making money. There's a lot of eyeballs. Can you imagine going from that to just being on meth? <laughs> like, I guess they probably knew it was like the last season because there's some middle seasons that don't have nearly as yeah, many viewers. Yeah, that's, for, that's true. They did sell this as like, this is the end of Friends. Watch this. We're going to need this money for the rest of our lives. <laughs> All right. So we'll see you guys after the last one. And we're back from the finale of Friends. And we back. Entitled The Last One, Season 10, Episode 17, 46 Minutes, TV PG, 2004, HD, <laughs> 5.1 sound. Are you reading? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, the HBO says, The six friends say goodbye and embark on the next chapters of their lives. Huh. Which I've never heard them referred to as the six friends. The six friends. Um, Apparently... I think it was something like Six Friends was one of the pitched titles to this show. Oh, Six Friends? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And then they just said, eh, Friends. Friends. Friends is way better than Six Friends. Yep. It's just hard to say, Six Friends. And one was, one title was going to be like the name of the coffee shop, but it wasn't Central Perk. It was something else. Uh, That would have been not quite as good. Which like, okay, I get it, but... Yeah. It's just friends. Yeah. Iconic. Keep it simple. <laughs> Even six would have been better than six <laughs> friends. Six. Just six. Hmm. The six. I think I saw a band called Six one time. Monica and her friends. Monica's pals. <laughs> <laughs> Monica and friends. Monica will be there for you. <laughs> okay. Here's the write up. This is part one and two. So we'll try to keep it short but you know so phoebe and joey pack the belongings of monica and chandler who apparently are married um who have accompanied erica to the hospital um rachel leaves ross's bedroom after their apparent reunion in the previous episode erica gives birth to twins much to the surprise of monica and chandler who were expecting one child at his apartment Joey shows Phoebe his housewarming gift for Monica and Chandler, a chick and duckling to replace the ones that died. (laughs) Ross arrives and confesses to the pair that he slept with Rachel. Rachel emerges from the bedroom and to his disappointment tells Ross that their night together was the perfect way to say goodbye. (laughs) Ouch. Later at the central perk cafe, Phoebe convinces Ross to tell Rachel how he feels about her before she leaves for her new job in Paris. As he is about to tell her, Central Perk manager Gunther confesses his love for Rachel. Back at Monica and Chandler's apartment, Ross decides not to tell Rachel for fear of rejection. She prepares to leave to catch her flight, but waits long enough for Monica and Chandler to return with the twins named Erica, after the biological mother, and Jack, after Monica's father. After Rachel leaves, Ross has a change of heart, and Phoebe takes him in her taxi to follow Rachel to the airport. And that's part one. Mm-hmm. So part two, um, which was great. That was just that was a, that was fun. It's just like we're doing it, adventure time. 
I was hooked. There's a lot cooking, yeah. Joey returns to his apartment to fetch the chicken Ducky was hiding, but finds they've become trapped in the foosball table. So this is like the B plot. is So now Chandler and Joey are deciding they need to break open the table, but they can't break mm-hmm. their their table. Um, so then Phoebe's reckless driving gets her and Ross to the JFK airport. And after buying a ticket to pass security, they search the information boards for Rachel's flight number. They cannot locate her flight. And so Ross calls and checks the number with Monica, but discovers they are at the wrong airport. So Ross and Phoebe drive to JFK while Rachel is flying out of the Newark airport. Um, Phoebe phones Rachel, who has already boarded her flight, to stall for time. Um, And when a passenger overhears Phoebe saying there's a problem with the fictitious left phalange, uh, he gets out the plane and everyone else gets out the plane. Joey and Chandler, who are emotionally attached to the foosball table, finally are unable to break it down, but Monica does gleefully with a crowbar and mallet. After they retrieve the birds, Chandler suggests Joey keep them, and the two reaffirm their friendship with a with a hug. Uh, Phoebe and Ross arrive at the airport as Rachel boards the plane again. Ross tells her he loves her, but she is unable to deal with this confession and gets on the plane anyway. A dejected Ross returns home to find a message from Rachel on the phone where she explains her actions and as she does it, decides to get off the plane. At first, a flight attendant is trying to force her to sit down. The message cuts off and Ross frantically tries fixing the answering machine, wondering out loud if she got off the plane. From behind him, Rachel appears and says she did and they get back together for good. The following morning, the friends gather in Monica and Chandler's empty apartment and reminisce about how all of them had lived there at one point. With some time remaining before Monica and Chandler leave for their new house, the six all leave their keys to the apartment on the kitchen counter, decide to go for one last cup of coffee together, which to which Chandler sarcastically quips, where? And they all laugh as they head down the hallway. The final shot shows the empty apartment, slowly panning around the living space at the front door, as Jefferson Airplane's embryonic journey plays. I don't think that's what we heard. No, I, I wouldn't know what that sounds like. I doubt it. I'm pretty sure um, they did not have the right, HBO doesn't have the rights to Jefferson Airplane mm. because it was like a it was like an open tuning uh, acoustic guitar <laughs> jam. I mean, maybe, maybe I'll have to look it up. But I d- did not sound like anything <laughs> from the '60s to me. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. The end forever. Uh yeah. I mean, pretty action packed again like the premiere or the pilot. Um but then granted this one had two episodes to work it out in. Um the big overall things are if I just go friend by friend, so Monica and Chandler are having their baby, which they find out are twins. And they're also moving out of their apartment, which is like kind of the big thing for everyone. Uh, Ross and Rachel had like a get back together hookup and their Ross is trying to at least get back together. Mm -hmm. And then Joey and Phoebe are just kind of like hangers on for like those two plot points. Yep. Which is fine. I think a lot going on. (laughs) I think they both kind of serve, um, the same kind of role where like Joey is, Mm. a little bit of the uh like kind of comic relief for the a little bit of the sentimental things that like 
uh, Chandler and Rachel, Chandler and Monica are working through. And then Ross and Rachel is obviously like the biggest dramatic thing. And like Mm -hmm. Phoebe's the perfect foil for, for that, for like kind of keeping that fun. (laughs) Yep. Keeping that light. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I think the biggest thing for me was just like that they, like that I was right that they ended up putting Ross and Rachel together Mm. again at the end. She got off the plane. Yeah. But also just that like, uh, yeah, it kind of worked out like I thought it would where it's, it wasn't, it wasn't like a Jim and Pam thing where it's like, there's a little bit of will they won't they, but like towards the end of the season, last few seasons, like they're already together. Like they're not digging you around anymore. Or it's like literally with Ross and Rachel, it's like up to the last minute. You're like, are they getting back together? I don't know. And like, you can like the way that the live studio audience is reacting <laughs> to like the like twists and turns to the Ross and Rachel story that are like cheering and like gasping at things happening. And like yeah. Rachel gets back on the plane. They're just In like, Oh time. no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they kept, they did a, it did a good job of like keeping you hanging on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that's so. like, uh, I I can't imagine a TV show today playing it quite like that. Um, I mean, granted, there's a lot less um, multi-cam shows like this that are like shot in front of a live studio audience. So it's like kind of a different vibe, but just the fact that they're, that they're, I mean, even though it's a live studio audience, it's not a play. They're still editing this stuff together and doing multiple takes. Right. So when you hear stuff like people gasping, and the audience or people like cheering and stuff, you know that that like the producers want this in the cut of the show. Mm-hmm. So they want you to feel this like jubilation that the crowd is feeling when they're like getting back together and they want you to like clap right. along with them. Like it's, it kind of feels like they like produced it almost like a, like a sporting event, just like yeah that you're up and down and like, Oh no, is it going to happen? Yeah. <laughs> I never really thought about that, that that it's live, but they definitely do more than one take. Yeah. Uh-huh. So do they use, like, obviously, like, the crowd probably doesn't gasp the same as the very first time, uh-huh, you know? Uh-huh. Are they recording that stuff and editing that together later so they get that good first gasp? I would think, I would think that they, you know, they hope that, like, the first take is the best and they could just take the full first take, but if it's but not. if you don't. But if they don't, they have mics set up for the audience yeah. so that like they can get that first gasp if oh, that's the best that's one that worked. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They did it. That was uh, yeah. I mean, the the Monica stuff again was kind of the anchor, but the Ross and Rachel stuff kind of like the premiere was like kind of the driving force. The um, mm-hmm. um, so they had hooked up like previous episode, um, but. Ross is like wanting to really get back together. Rachel is not so much. And then they go through this thing where, um, you know, Ross is going to chase her down at the airport, but then they end up at the wrong airport, which is something I didn't see coming. Like that, that twisted me around that. Like, uh, Ross and Phoebe made it there to the airport, but it was the wrong airport. Um, so they go to the other airport, um, they end up being able to talk to Rachel, but Rachel still decides in getting back on the plane after Ross's confession. And then, mm-hmm. um, like, this just like a really interesting 
like again early 2000s way of playing this of ross goes home and like just (laughs) hits play on his answering machine which is like what you do yeah which like anyone like gen z right now is just like what the fuck is an answering machine a a machine that's a cassette tape in there you mean your google home what's an answering (laughs) machine (laughs) all right but yeah because rachel from her cell phone her like nokia cell phone Mm-hmm. called ross who apparently doesn't have a cell phone just like called him on his home phone no he totally does because they called her from it they called it, the they cab. called from rachel's phone or from phoebe's phone oh from phoebe's phone yeah okay uh-huh. okay that was smart yeah so ross either didn't have his phone on him or just doesn't have one and so rachel left a voicemail is it still called a voicemail left yeah. a message on his answering machine um where she's saying like She's apologizing, saying, like, sorry, I couldn't do it, blah, 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 blah. Like, mm-hmm. I just got to go do this thing. And then she realizes she actually does love Ross. And she then, talks herself out of it. Yeah, and kind of talks herself out of it. And, like, Ross is reacting to the answering machine. Which like, is and just like, classic. Yeah, and it get, gets cut off before he can hear whether she got off the plane. And then, of course, she shows up at the door, like, saying, yeah, I did get off the plane. And it's like... Man, like that's such a like great like mm. live moment. Mm-hmm. Like the crowd was like eating it up too. It's just like yep. <laughs> me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it totally worked. Ross like yelling at the answering machine <laughs> like it's happening. Ah, it's classic. Yeah, yeah. Well done. Um, yeah. If you're gonna like, you know, mess around like that back and forth of this like will they won't they thing like this is. Man, this is a great way to like play it to the end, and and the end like still have it pay off. Yeah, like it didn't feel fake or forced or. I guess the thing that I wondered about is like, it, it seemed like they had gotten together during the course of the show. I wonder, oh, yeah. like, like why did they break up previously? Um, I'm trying to remember. Well, because he he was about to get married to someone at some point mm-hmm. and then he said Rachel in the wedding mm. and I was remembering the wedding and thinking like, Oh, it's a sitcom. And I was thinking this ended in their wedding, but it, totally wrong. Uh-huh. I, once we were watching the episode, I was like, Oh yeah. Okay. This is all familiar. <laughs> um, but yeah, before that they had been together and then, then um, they were like, you know, on a break like he he threw that joke yeah, in he there alluded to it classic like uh-huh. everyone's waiting for that um and then he ended up sleeping with someone like and and he was like incredibly sad the whole time and like like but ended up kind of desperately sleeping with someone and then it became this running like thing mm-hmm. when they were doing their will they won't they where she's like throwing that in his face and he's saying but we were on a break uh-huh. Um, so they had been together, but I don't know if they'd, they'd been together like after he was engaged okay. or not, or if this is kind of the first time again. Yeah. I was just wondering if there was like an actual reason why they broke up that like, that would lead to in this finale with them getting back together. It's like, Hey, like, but there's still this big issue mm, between you like two hanging. that like, but if it was the type of thing where like they were on a break and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I, I feel like it was just kind of mostly just always Rachel in her own head about stuff. 
Okay. She didn't want to like how I remember it. Yeah. Okay. So if she decided to change her life plans and not go to Paris, then maybe she's on board now too. You know, sometimes she's just making big plans and she realizes in the (laughs) middle of them. (laughs) She's got a jet. Oh my gosh. Rachel. Classic Rachel. (laughs) Um, what else? Oh, so there wasn't a the funeral or funeral or a wedding trope. <laughs> yeah. But they did move out of the like the the, the apartment uh-huh. apartment. They cleared yeah, out of it, which should have. Uh, I mean, if I had thought of that as a prediction, I would have real realized that that was I had seen that before. So. Mm-hmm. But so I can't believe you didn't get Joe. <laughs> That's what but I'm really saying. They're moving out of Monica's apartment. Um. Also, oh, so there was a, a dino joke that Joey threw in there because Ross is a paleontologist. Did, ah. you, did you know that? I feel like I knew that he, I like knew that he like worked in a museum or something. Yeah, something something like that. He's he he often like would throw in there that he's a paleontologist. Hmm. Um, oh, we had Paul Rudd. He was in part one. Oh yeah, who I'm pretty sure is Phoebe's boyfriend uh-huh in the last season or so so that's super fun a young he, paul rudd yeah he's the seventh friend that's oh man <laughs> and that's just a that's just a get right there yeah young paul rudd <laughs> man get. who wouldn't want to date that <laughs> and he looks the same yeah exact same <laughs> with longer hair <laughs> um oh you know what one thing i should have guessed that i didn't was Joey's catchphrase. You know Joey's catchphrase? Is it how you doing? Yeah. Did he say it in this? He didn't. Oh, okay. But had I thought of it, I that would have been a good guess and he but he did not say it. No. Not really didn't much hit on for a single catchphrases I don't think in this episode. Some callbacks for sure, but Mhm. That's about it. Yeah, um one maybe callback is um so Phoebe, she didn't maybe sing any super earnest songs, but she did sing a lot because she was trying to make this whole thing a musical. Yeah, yeah. And then Paul Rudd says when when Monica and Chandler bring their babies home, he's like, let's make those. Let's make those yeah. things. And she's <laughs> like, let's make a bunch of them and become the Von Trapps, <laughs> which in the pilot she's singing uh, – favorite things oh yeah yeah she does from sound music which is what yeah hmm. julie andrews kind of is singing back. i didn't catch that um yeah it probably it's probably coincidence <laughs> but you know pretty fun turns out phoebe only knows one musical <laughs> <laughs> she just drops it all the time and <laughs> sees if anyone will notice yeah but yeah good stuff um yeah it was good i mean uh you know, very of the time, but um, I think, you know, I was entertained without having seen a lot of the show. I was I was there for the ups and downs, and uh, <laughs> and it all was just kind of like, you know, it was a forty six minute episode, but there weren't parts that were like, man, I don't know what this is, or like, I feel like there's a lot of times with these first and last to get stuck in weird side plots that like you don't really know or care about. Right. Um, whereas like all of this is just like, no, it's like core critical stuff. Monica and Chandler are having babies. 
Yeah. Um, and Ross and Rachel, who you've known this entire show, are like trying to see if they can get back together. It's like, yeah. It, I mean, if yeah. this was a an action show or something, it's like the world is exploding. Like, right. you, you must care about all of this. <laughs> Jack Bauer saving the world yeah. one more time. <laughs> yeah, even Joey, he's got some nostalgia stuff going on with his place, and they're <laughs> so for a while they had a duck and a chicken in mm. their apartment. Did so not that's know what that, that whole yeah. vibe was about. Mm. Um, and they play a lot of foosball. I do. I do remember the foosball table. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's his nostalgia. That's his depth of character. <laughs> so yeah, that's good. I mean, I I don't know that you could really ask for more of a Friends finale. Like, it's not really the type of show where you need, like, where it's gonna necessarily be remembered for like, man, what a great finale. But like, yeah. I don't know that you could have done more with a Friends finale than what they did. Right. So kudos. High praise. Two <laughs> hundredth episode. Well, yeah. not episode. Show that we did. Definitely, I mean a lot of ways that they could have gone wrong with this and pissed a lot of people off. Like the big one is like Ross and Rachel not getting back together. Right. Or uh just you know, maybe nothing ends up happening with the group of friends and they're just sort of staying together and hanging out in the apartment. Like they could have been anticlimactic or, mm-hmm. or something wacky, or it's like, they're not even really friends anymore. It's like three separate storylines, but like just that they're, you know, it's kind of textbook where it's just like, you tie up the, will they, won't they, mm-hmm. you, you know, send, send the main characters off on their own adventures, even though they are doing stuff together a lot. Um, but know that there's, they still have this bond, like, that's yeah. it. You nailed it. They did like just enough. Mm-hmm. Cause some shows, you know, they tie up too much. Yeah. This at least left like, okay, well now Ra- Ross and Rachel kind of starting over. Mm-hmm. Monica and Chandler kind of going and starting their life. Yeah. It's going to be different, but they're still friends. Like, yeah, they're, they'll still be there for you. Yeah. <laughs> when the rain starts to fall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Uh, yeah. And we didn't hear one gay joke or fat joke, so I feel like <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> real solid. At least stuck to just uh, you know, Joey not getting things jokes. Real yeah. good. Cool. Solid ending. Probably not gonna watch it. <laughs> Probably <laughs> okay. not gonna pick up friends. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, it is a it is a haul. I didn't realize though. So there's only 17 episodes of the last season. That's kind of strange. A little strange, yeah. Well, granted, this uh, episode 17 probably counted for two in like the production right. count. Right, that's true. Um, but yeah, it is shorter than the other seasons. I wonder if that was just like hmm. budget, like it just became expensive to pay all these actors oh for my episodes. Gosh, so I can't like, imagine shortened season because they were all like had become pretty big yeah i mean they're, most they're of them all had movie their own stars. careers already yeah. at by the, this because mm-hmm. um courtney cox had like her screams mm-hmm. um that's probably it i guess by yeah, 2004 I mean, like matthew perry had some like rom-coms <laughs> yeah like, he had like his whole nine yards yeah that was lisa huge. kudrow had some comedies 
Uh, I mean, oh, obviously yeah. Jennifer Aniston, Michelle, biggest movie star out of all of them. Yeah. Um, which makes sense. She's the best. So you have, you know, four movie stars, and then even with the other two, it's like you're not going to be able to make this show without Ross or without Joey even. So it's like, yeah. you know, like you're, you're going to pay Ross to like keep doing this show. Right. Even though he's like not as big a name as the others. Right. So he may not be getting as much, but he's getting his cut. Mm-hmm. He's, Joey, they could have maybe gotten away with. That. Yeah, 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 exactly. They could <laughs> with that. It's more of just like, let's just keep everybody happy and keep, uh, yeah. What's his name? Joey. Matt LeBlanc. Matt LeBlanc. Let's keep Matt LeBlanc in the cast and not rock the boat. his whole thing, like, he was, like, totally broke when he got cast for this. Oh, I bet. I'm pretty sure he has a thing about how he he had, like, eight bucks to his name or something. Jeez. Just throwing headshots around. <laughs> Somebody picked me up. But you, but you can't, like, imagine anyone else in that role. And then he, you know. Of course, went on to do Joey. Of course. Which I never did look up to see how long it was, but clearly it was canceled quickly. And then he did episodes, which uh, you guys did. Oh, yeah. I've I wasn't, seen, I wasn't seen here for episodes. that. Yeah. But yeah. And Kujo, she did, she did that HBO show. We should do that one while, while we have access to HBO. <laughs> the Comeback something. For which one? Lisa Kudrow. Oh, yeah. I don't really know. Um, I think it was that she a few in. seasons. I was trying to look up salaries for like. Ooh, that would be interesting. Show, plus inflation. Yeah, plus inflation. And even Schwimmer has like come around because he wasn't, he was kind of not around for a long time, but then he did that OJ show. Salary. Doing the doing the salaries. So David Schwimmer, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what he, I did show? love him in. Uh, so he was in that OJ show, and then he, but he was in um, Band of Brothers, which is an HBO, but it was a mini series. I don't know if it really counts for this. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, you know, World War Two shows kind of know how it ends. <laughs> But he was great in that. He played like a just a total opposite character from Ross, so hmm. that took me off guard. So, from what I can tell from the internet's here, it looked like the cast salaries were like pretty equal. Oh, okay. Um, hmm. it even says, for the women. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it says that not to be. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's fair. Very fair. Um. You're paid seventy five thousand per episode in season three, eighty five thousand in season four, a hundred thousand in season five, hundred twenty five thousand in season six, and then seven hundred fifty thousand in what? season seven and eight. What per and episode? Per episode, and then one million in seasons nine and ten, making Aniston, Cox, and Kudra the highest paid TV actresses of all time. Holy balls! A million dollars per episode. How much money for are the you last two seasons that you can throw up that kind of money? I, I, That's must amazing. be billions and billions of dollars. Yeah, 
but yeah, so they're paid equally. So yeah, even Matt LeBlanc is getting the same that damn that uh Matthew Perry or Jennifer Aniston is getting because you need all six. Yeah. The six friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Can you imagine? Okay, A, you started a sitcom with six adults, pretty like I mean, you like we said Monica's kind of like the kind of central at least in that opening mm-hmm. but like these are all like you need them all they yeah. all play a specific role and that's like that's a lot of characters yeah mm-hmm. for a sitcom it's not just like a dad that you're following and his goofy family or whatever you know like most yeah. sitcoms are kind of built around mm-hmm. a couple like they hit on all six of these actors to to drive that kind of money for 10 seasons yeah they each play a part and you can't you know, as much as like you can have other, you you can try to fill in Paul Rudd for for uh, Matt LeBlanc, but yeah, it would be a different show. Man, how much do you think he was making? Like a hundred bucks? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just he just gets he gets a free sandwich when he shows up. Oh man, Matt LeBlanc's making a million bucks an episode. <laughs> Holy balls! Oh, man. It's pretty dope. Also, I did uh, look in that final song was actually Embryonic Journey by Jefferson Airplane. Okay. Instrumental. Very surprising to me. Yeah, they did it. <laughs> Very awesome. Is that supposed to be like a baby reference, Embryonic Journey? Or? Yeah, you know, it's, yeah, I mm-hmm. guess. It's just about, about the birthing. Yeah. The babies were born in this episode. Oh yeah, did we say Anna Ferris was Erica, by the way? Oh yeah, Anna Ferris was the uh a young Anna Ferris. Was the uh, surrogate mother for uh Chandler and Monica. And then also Jim Rash from Community was oh, yeah. uh like Rachel's like seatmate on the plane. That was awesome. I I like recognized him immediately, but I couldn't place from where because he just looked slightly different. Um but yeah, it's pretty funny. Hmm, I had something with that, but I forgot. There was a lot of big names in this series over time, though. I I, I can imagine. Tom Selleck. Did you see any of the Tom Selleck stuff? Maybe. Monica that's dated like Monica's, him. yeah. Monica dated a bunch of people. She dated John Favreau hmm. in this for quite a while. Um. What's his name? Elvis Costello was in this like, a <laughs> couple times, like playing music in Central Perk. So it was fun. Cool. That's fun. Uh, yeah. Um, friends. Friends. They are the friends. They did it. I uh, can't wait for like the reboot. <laughs> just like it's just another group of six friends. No relation to it's me. It's like Ross's kids or something, and and their friends. It's gonna happen, isn't it? <laughs> the money's just there waiting. A gritty reboot of the friends. The money. That's who's. That's who's singing this song. That's who will be there for them. The money. The, the money, money will always be there for them. Man, just like imagine just making a Those million royalties. dollars. Million dollars a week. What are the royalties on this? <laughs> Probably pretty good. You think that alone, you'd never really have to work again? Yeah. 
I mean, if you're in the Rembrandts, hell yeah. <sighs> Every time they play this song. I don't know. Sometimes musicians get pretty ripped, though. We're like, <laughs> yeah, they, the, the they record were pretty label. stoked to sell this song <laughs> for like a couple grand. Yeah. And now they're like, damn it. <laughs> the record label or whoever worked out the distribution deal, uh, they made some bank off the. the oh, Friends for thing, sure. So. <laughs> Somebody. It might not have been the agent. actual artist. Yeah. Right. Cool. How'd you do in your predictions? Um, I feel like not as well as I thought I would have. You got so one. I, I had some home runs. So I had Ross and Rachel do end up together, which is true. Together forever and never depart. Yep. Um, the final scene is at Central Perk, which was close mm. because they mentioned going to Central Perk. But I'm going to give you half a point for that. A half? Because you know they're going there? Because they, they said that's what they were doing. Yeah. If they were to actually shoot that scene, it's just it. like a anticlimactic scene of them just <laughs> sipping coffee. Like... <laughs> Awkward silence. Just they don't quietly really know. sip, like the end of that Avengers movie yeah. where they're all eating the shawarma. Yeah, they're just like, we already said goodbye upstairs. Oh, uh, God. Just in there. I would pay good money to see that scene filmed. <laughs> just like. That would have been a great, like, post credits thing. Just like. Like just after the it. reunion <laughs> episode. Just like. <laughs> 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 just kind of sad and tired. Mm-hmm. Um, I had Phoebe sings a song earnestly, which I mm. had me going because she was singing, but she never got to sing a song. The show got earnest, real. but she never got there. Yeah. Didn't keep did. the bit going. Um, and then my last one was that <laughs> Joey cries, which, um, mm. you know, he had his moments and there were times where he like faux cried, but like it wasn't really, he was just saying like, Oh man, I'm going to miss you. But like, he's not, not really. Yeah. Yeah. So one and a half then. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Not zero. Yeah, which is what I have. <laughs> he because there were no hot dogs, there are no octopi, um, no slow jams of the theme song, just some <laughs> Jefferson Airplane, mm-hmm. um, and Chandler did not explain a dream. Yeah, no. he doesn't. Dr- he doesn't sleep anymore. No sleeping. He's got babies now. He's got twins, yeah. There's no sleeping, (laughs) from what I understand. Yeah. So, zero. Zero. You don't know this finale at all. You don't know this show at all. You know, (laughs) yeah, if you were to ask my wife and our friends, I still don't know this show after watching all of it. Yeah. Do it up again. Start it over. It's all on HBO. The problem is... Well, A, that it's 10 seasons long, and that's just a job. Yeah. Like, I'm probably, I'd probably be more apt to start Frasier over than Friends. Mm-hmm. And that's, and that for me, like, in those middle seasons, that was work, because it is not great in the <laughs> middle. Um, a Frasier? Yeah, where Frasier's just kind of, he's just like single and kind of a douche. Uh, uh-huh. And you've got the Daphne Niles stuff. Um, but like that, that, that can only keep you for so long. Sure. But then it picks back up again. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just actually, honestly, I just want to watch community now after seeing the Dean. <laughs> after seeing the Dean. That's really yeah. the play here. I think that's what <laughs> I've learned tonight. <laughs> uh, <sighs> well, well, 
kind of a a timely uh like reference to this i saw this thing on twitter this week of um it was a uh it was a like tv promo for nbc um like a couple weeks after 9-11 oh okay <laughs> because it was like they had like taken a break from like playing i guess like new shows or whatever and like delayed their like season premieres sure um so but their season premieres were going to happen in like late september so this okay. promo was just like you know america's been through a tough time and like oh now it's God. well now we're coming back and like it's time to laugh again oh, <laughs> and it's just like a bunch of like behind the scenes footage of like the cast of friends just kind of like looking solemn oh my god <laughs> and like fraser and uh, stuff yeah and yikes. the whole the whole thing was just like you were sad about 9-11 and now uh like please just like watch our shows again <laughs> let's uh let's get back to the funny business yeah is this is this cool to do this now <laughs> yeah, is now we, a good time for this good all our shows are based in new york you guys gonna be cool with that <laughs> right are we past this a lot of pictures of these towers in these shows <laughs> yeah oh man that's messed up yeah never forget never forget always remember i'll be there for you <laughs> Okay, we yeah, should probably go. Things. Uh, <laughs> so we're supposed to tell people about where to find us. And you like, oh yeah, we're on we're on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. Actually, we're probably not on Instagram, huh? I think we have one. I don't know. It's probably we've ever registered done with it. Like, okay, yeah. So but the FB. I think Twitter is F and L podcast. Yep. Uh, Gmail is probably the best way to to make requests and things. F and L podcast at gmail dot com. Yep. Um, send us your requests or uh, demands or like and uh, subscribe critiques also yeah like and subscribe wherever you find us oh yeah there's a youtube too there's a youtube yeah if you review and then leave your comments in the review <laughs> for show suggestions we'll probably see those too yeah we'll probably do a show in there. honestly i'm running out of ideas so please <laughs> yeah. help me out hit us up and uh, let us know what to do because we'll just probably just do that from now on, at least for when I need shows. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> Josh isn't here to say goodbye, yeah. so we don't know how to do it. Uh, good night. Good luck. Smell you later. <laughs> <laughs>